What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, all right, all right, everybody. We got a brand new episode for everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing good, man. Still hurting over that uh, parlay last night. Uh, <laughs> but I'm about, to, I'm about to bounce back tonight, though. There you How go. you doing? See, uh, that's a gambler's attitude. <laughs> we'll get him next time. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, going to get him tonight. So uh, how you doing on your end? Doing all right, man. I don't know if you're a little excited because, uh, I mean, let's get right into it, man. They said, uh, they said your boy uh, Aaron Rodgers might be coming to the Jets, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've I've heard, you know, I've I've seen all the reports. I've I've heard some some talk. You know, I I think it's it's it seems like a fifty fifty shot. I mean, I, I just don't. I don't. I, they they can obviously make the money work and all that, but I think that it's just a big hit for Green Bay. And I think, I mean, personally, I think they're just better off keeping him. But again, if he doesn't want to be there, he doesn't want to be there. That's that's a different story. Uh, the the Jets are definitely going to get a veteran quarterback. I don't I don't know what that means, whether that's Garoppolo, Carr, Rogers, or or someone of of that ilk. But you know, Sal has already said it. Woody Johnson said it. Joe Douglas has said it. They're 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 going to get a veteran quarterback. So just kind of uh, wait and see, and and uh, you know what 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 opportunities pop up. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of quarterbacks out there uh, for them to choose from, whether it be Rodgers all the way down to Garoppolo, Carr, and uh, some others. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, who their plan A is, plan B is, mm-hmm. and then, uh, I mean, so forth. I mean, my only issue with Rodgers is that if he doesn't want to play football, right, like, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want him on the Jets, I, you know. I'd, I'd rather take Zach Wilson at that point because – you're going to give up a lot to get him, and, and then if he's just going to half-ass it, like, what you know, what's the point? But, you know, if he wants to be there and he's engaged, he makes them probably, a, I don't know, a top-four team in the AFC. Oh, yeah. And then I think you guys go out and uh, try try to get uh, Hopkins just to get him a, a big another target. They would probably go for other wide receiver, yeah, for sure. Because, uh, I mean, I think uh, the Cardinals are trying to get rid of him. So they pretty much pretty much give him away for free, if you think about it. <laughs> pretty much like a... Uh, like a Speaking four for you know third round pick, which is uh, right. n- not much for the production he has. Um, being that uh, he missed six games and still, I think he had uh, close to a thousand yards receiving. So we can only imagine what he would be doing with a, a stable quarterback at that position. So right. And then uh, I mean, but I, I also I, I'm hearing uh, two different sides. I mean, I heard uh, Rogers spoke to Green Bay and uh, Green Bay said, uh, you know, they want to see what they're going to do. And then uh, apparently they were. Uh, Talking, talking without him, so like they're looking to move on. So I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out. It's going to definitely yeah. be a, a a soap opera to watch. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then um, there's some other head coaching uh, changes. The uh, Texans they hire your boy uh, D'Amico Ryan. I mean, I'm happy D'Amico got the job, but I am a little confused because I thought they were going to go offense. But I mean, they need some kind of st- stability there. But I'm sure he'll build that defense out well. Um, because that division's pretty much uh, not uh, like out of reach for them. So, no, and, and you know, I think I think it's a good hire. Obviously, he's a you know a longtime Texan. Just tough, mm-hmm. tough to tell on on if if he's it's honestly just tough to tell if he's a good coach or not because that San Francisco defense is just so talented that you know like like I said the same thing when the Jets hired Salah. Like, is he a good coach? I don't know. Maybe. 
but mm-hmm. they, they just had so many good players there that it's tough to tell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I you know I think that this was a good hire. I think it it sounded like he kind of spurned the uh, the Broncos. The Broncos wanted wanted to hire him, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, "No, I'm going to 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 Houston." Again, a good hire. Uh, hopefully, he sticks longer than a year, unlike their last two coaches. Oh yeah, they definitely got to give him time to uh, build out the roster, especially get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, they're going to be sitting up high on the draft picks. But, uh, um, like I said, I'm not too fond of the quarterbacks, but I think they're definitely going to go quarterback with the first pick. But just because you got a quarterback, now you got to protect that quarterback, get him some weapons, and <clears throat> you got to build out that defense to make some stops. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Then we had the Broncos. They hired uh, – you, you, or I don't think it's official yet, right? They're getting ready to hire uh, Sean Payton. I think it is, or it's been agreed to. I don't know. I, I, the trade's agreed to. Okay. So um, they're pretty much wrapping that up. I think that's going to be an interesting thing to see as well, to see if uh, if, it's, if it was really the coaching in Denver or if it's uh, Russell Wilson's pretty much uh, washed up. So. Yeah, but I think I think that, you know, if, if – if, uh, it's probably both, right? He probably is – he is obviously not as good as he used to be, but – you know, I think the coach didn't adapt to what he is currently, and I think that's something that Sean Payton will will exceed at because he he's done he did that with Breeze right when Breeze got to New Orleans he had a bum shoulder and he was short not much <laughs> Russell Wilson so uh, he saw how, we all know how that worked out yeah because I mean but that's the thing too they got pieces too yep. they got some they got some receivers they got a running back uh, unfortunately you know he was out for the year and then they got a defense um, so. They, I mean, like I said, they got pieces to build around. They just got to figure out, you know, how to be productive on offense. But there's a defense is out there, not not out, not out there too long getting killed. So, but that's a tough ass division. So I don't think it <laughs> it's not going to be much of a uh, they're not going to be much of a, uh, a dent in it. So then we had the uh, NFL games wrap up. We had the Bengals. Uh, they lost to the Chiefs, man. Uh, Chiefs walked away with a, uh, you know, field goal to win the game. Not gonna lie, man. I felt I felt like the Bengals got robbed, man. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, I, I the officiating in that game was, you know, again, not not one that likes to blame refs for anything. Officiating in that game was just, I, I felt like it was horrendous. There was that that third down and nine that Bengals stopped the Chiefs, and then for some reason that they just gave them another down. They said that it was called dead, and then there was, <laughs> and they called a holding penalty, so they got another first down. It didn't end up affecting anything, but it's just like one of those things that was really weird. You know, just and then, yeah, I mean, the the end of the game, that was a penalty. They're going to call that 100 times out of 100. I, you know, not not smart on on uh, Osai from uh, from Cincinnati to, to even get close to the quarterback. And I know, like, you know, there's the argument, oh, they were both running full speed and and, and it did. They tied up feet and it kind of looked worse than it really was. But you just can't you cannot, especially at that point in the game, like Mahomes isn't going to stay in bounds. He's going out of bounds. You cannot even get close to him, you know. Uh, yeah. Do anything you can to 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 get out of the way and, and let him go out of bounds. So, but you know, there's some other other calls in there that, that were questionable, and then you know, ultimately the the Bengals just didn't protect Burrow. Right. Yeah. They, he got sacked a bunch of times, uh, sacked in a, in a you know in a big drive uh, by Chris Jones to to give the ball back to Kansas City. Actually, I, I thought. Uh, when Burrow hit that, I think it was like a third and seventeen after a holding penalty. I was like, they're gonna they're gonna win this game. They're gonna go down, and kick a field goal, and win it. But they just couldn't protect him. No, then I was gonna say they had some uh, balls that were dropped, which turned into picks, which hurt them as well. So, yep. I mean, ultimately, you know, they learned from this. 
I mean, that's the thing. They were right there, man. It wasn't like they had a, a bad game or they weren't ready. It was just the, oh, they, the car, they were there. The, yeah, it was just like the cars didn't fall in their direction. So, but uh, they're definitely going to use this as fuel for next yep next year. So I won't be surprised if they come out stomping all over people in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, I you know I, I said this after the game, but I, I feel like they're going to be they're going to be in the Super Bowl next year. That's that's my my guess is that they're they're hungry. You know they they know they know what it takes to get there. And they they know what a slow start this year cost them, right? They cost them a, a, the uh, home field advantage. Where if they were in Cincinnati, it's a different game, I think. Because it would have been interesting to see if uh, that if they got to finish that Bills game out, and um, you know they ended up with the number one seed rather than you know them playing at uh, at Kansas City. Yep. Then on the other side, we had the uh, Eagles and the 49ers. 49ers could not have a healthy quarterback the whole season, and it came to bite them. I mean, there's not, there's not much they could do in this game, man. I still thought the Eagles were going to win, but ultimately, uh, you know, the 49ers going to make it a priority to go out and get a quarterback this offseason. So. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, would have been nice to see what Brock Purdy could have done. I think he got off to a decent start in that game. And, you know, obviously with a torn UCL, it, it uh, came to a halt pretty quick. But uh, I think, yeah, once that happened, I think everyone knew. Everyone knew that was it, Yep. unfortunately. He couldn't throw the ball, couldn't really grip it. And then uh, then they brought in the backup. Then the backup got a concussion. And then it was like, oh, man, they're going to put McCaffrey, our quarterback. I was like, oh, man, this is this is going this is going way down south, man. Yeah, yep. But, I mean, in order for them to get over the hump, they're going to have to figure out that quarterback situation as well. So, I mean, for them, it's not that hard. They have a quarterback in waiting. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they go back to him or if they go try to pick up a, a veteran in the offseason. Yeah, I'm curious as to what they're going to do. Obviously, Shanahan came out and said that Jimmy G's done in, in San Fran. So, um, you know, I, Trey Lance, I, I don't know if he's the answer. I mean, I don't know if Brock Purdy's the answer. I think that part of me was thinking they were banking on Tom Brady to come hold them over <laughs> for, for a year. But that doesn't look like that's going to happen. So uh, so what 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 is their plan? Yep. I mean, speaking of Brady, he's pretty much saying he's done. He's retiring. I don't, I don't know if he's done, man. I think he's I think he's gonna play another year. So yeah, I it, it seemed genuine. I, you just never know with these guys. They're just so uber competitive that you know. I think at the end of the year, it's like oh, I don't want to get hit again. And you're, you're already looking at like they have to get right start getting ready in March or April. Like it's a long season. His kids are older. You know, he went through what he went through this past year. It's just like he he doesn't need to play anymore. Yeah. But you know, I I don't know when, when July comes comes about. It's almost like uh, like that. Does he get that itch again? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe he's not uh with the uh off, early off season uh you know training camps and stuff like that. But then maybe after that's done, maybe he you know rethinks it and comes back. But we're gonna have to wait mm-hmm. and see, man. Yep. I mean, well, we got the Super Bowl coming up. Um, we're gonna have the Eagles versus the Chiefs. Uh, who are you liking in this one? I think I like the Chiefs. I think it's gonna be a tight game. I, I just think that I don't know. I, I, they've they've both of these teams have been there. I think that the Chiefs have more probably have more holdovers than uh, than the Eagles did uh, from five years ago. And I just I just think that uh, you know I think with Chris Jones and and and, uh, and that front Dunlap and I think they just can get to they they should be able to get to Hertz. And 
you know, if, if Hertz can beat them with their with the legs, I think that it's a different story. But I don't know. I, I just I, I feel like this is a, the Chiefs game. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick on the other side. And I'm gonna go with Philly on this one. As much as much as I hate to do it, I feel like they're gonna come out running the ball a lot, control the time of possession, uh, keep Mahomes off the field, and I feel like they got a lot of playmakers on both sides of the ball that is really gonna make make a difference. Um, yeah. I don't want to say it's like a um, a Chiefs. Um, Buccaneers game where you know Mahomes couldn't couldn't get protected, but they're going to definitely uh, force him out of that pocket and see uh, what's up with that uh, that ankle. Yeah, I mean the ankle the ankle is obviously a big question mark. Um, he looked decent, uh, I would say, after one week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he's got two weeks in between here. I think more are his wide receivers going to be healthy. Uh, it looks like Schuster should play. They're not sure about Hardman and Kadarius Tony. So, but I mean, obviously you have Kelsey there and, and he's the, he's the mainstay, but yeah, I mean, if, if, if Mahomes is, is healthy ish, I think that, uh, you know, I think that I like him. I just hope it's not like a, um, like a blow up type of game where it's like lopsided. Yeah. Cause then, I don't, I don't think it will be as long as, you know, I, I, I just don't see it getting into, I don't think either of those teams really blow team had really blown teams out this year or, uh, you know, outside of the giants. Um, <laughs> The, the Eagles tended to let people back in in the second half. They got off to a good start and then, you know, kind of let teams back in and make it tight in the second half. I could I could see something like that playing out where the Eagles got off to like a 14-0 lead and then, you know, it, it gets tight towards in the second half or something like that. But I'm definitely looking forward, forward to it. First time two black head uh, quarterbacks are going at it. Yeah. Um, Andy Reid's uh, playing his former team, so. Uh, for an important game, so there's a lot of storylines um, in reference to this game. So, and, and I don't, I don't know how many times we're going to hear about the Kelsey brothers this week or and next week, but they're playing against each other too. In case you didn't hear, oh yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of uh, bragging rights for this uh, in that family household, whoever wins. <laughs> yeah. And then outside of that, I mean, there's a few offensive coordinators switch spots or former head coaches that uh, are now offensive coordinators, and some offensive coordinators got fired, got rehired. ASAP, your boy Keller Moore goes over to uh, the Chargers. I don't know how to feel about that. I think it's good. I think it's good hire for them. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, we have to wait and see. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the the play calling was. Uh, well, maybe it was because I mean, they were, I feel like they would get up and then all of a sudden they just let teams back in it. But they also had a lot of issues with guys that couldn't stay healthy. So we have to wait and see. Yeah. Then your boy. Uh, your boy Eric over here is trying to, or well, I don't want to say trying, but you know, the uh, Ravens are trying to see if uh, he'll be the offensive coordinator. They're trying to interview him. I think that would be interesting as well if he went over there, but just to see what he could scheme up with Lamar. But I don't think he's, lead, I don't think he leaves uh, uh, the Chiefs. I think he wants a head coaching job. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think for whatever reason he's not getting hired as a head coach. So I don't know if it's in the interviews or what have you, or if they're just, you know, worried about. You know, I, I feel like some of these OCs that have come out from from Andy Reid haven't been uh, great. So mm-hmm. may, maybe he's thinking he's got to go lateral, get a guy like Lamar, even if it's for a year or two, and then he can slide into a head coaching position. Yeah, it probably it probably would be better for his resume because now you see he can do he can do it with multiple quarterbacks. It's not right. like just one quarterback he can uh, coach up. Right. So if you're a team that has a young quarterback, you can possibly uh. You know, hire him as a head coach to develop your, uh, you know, your up and coming quarterback. So mm-hmm. then on to the NBA, uh, wasn't really much too much here. I mean, your boy LeBron, he's we on, he's on the record watch right now to get for most points. 
right now. He's uh, about 88 points away, but I think he has uh, they got a game tonight. Yeah, I, I heard uh, the tic- the tickets are going for like uh, ninety two thousand dollars. I think that like not this game, not next game, but the one after. Yeah, I think that's the Milwaukee game. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what he was uh, paced to break it, but I feel like he's going to sit out or do something just to try to break it at the next game, which is at Golden State. Yeah, he's got 20 tonight. Um, yeah, so he'll need another 68. And yeah. then... Yeah, they got the Pelicans at New Orleans, and then they got the Thunder at home and the Bucks at home. So he's going to do it at home. Yeah, so... Um, as I said, yeah, unless, the thunder, the thunder, the thunder game was the one that the tickets were going for ninety two k. Yeah, but as I said, they said uh, originally they, they thought he'd break it at Milwaukee. So yeah. those, I know those tickets, those uh, those prices went up too. But yeah. as I said, if he says one of these games, like the uh, like the Thunder game or some or none of the, the Pelicans game, and then let's say he's let's say he gets thirty tonight. I don't know he can't. Probably, maybe let's say twenty five. Then he still needs uh, another sixty-three, so that's pretty much three games. Mm-hmm. So, so you're probably looking at the Milwaukee or the, the Warrior game, right? Right. But we're on the way and see. Definitely uh, looking forward to this. Just it's to coming. see uh, this coming, yeah. But I feel like LeBron's gonna try to. I feel like for him to break the record against the Warriors is like him, you know, trying to be petty, rather than doing that at the Milwaukee game. No, yeah, I think he's gonna want to do it at home. So we'll wait and see, man. Yep. And then um, LeBron's son actually got selected to play in the uh, McDonald's All-Star game. Um, I thought that was interesting. He's not really coveted as like one of the top, top, you know, 24 kids for, you know, McDonald's All-Star game. But I don't know if they just did it for the for the look. Because as of right now, his uh, son's pretty much looking like a second round pick. I feel like his son still needs to grow. But he has more of the point guardish part of LeBron. Rather than the other parts, and uh, he's a little undersized, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably part partly his name, and and that, that gets him, I think, a little extra, a little extra uh, juice to get into these things like the McDonald's All American, and and honestly, like you know, I, I don't think that that is what it what it what it used to be either. You know, back in the day when when, jeez, uh, I, I, I remember just like waiting for that that uh, roster to come out. Um, I, just, I feel like a lot of those guys never made it into the pros, so that I don't know. It just kind of lost its luster for me. Well, I feel like some guys do. Oh, some do. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like the there's not those players don't have as much of an impact as they used to. Um, right. Exactly. Outside of maybe the last one that probably did was the like the Zion one, maybe because uh, it was him, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, and then after that, really. Was uh the Mobley? I'm trying to think who else. He, I think Mobley's probably the last one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's been good actually. I like I like Mobley. I'm trying to think who else. That was a McDonald's All American. After that, after that Zion, after that Zion class. <laughs> that was a good class. Uh, well, Scotty Barnes. That's that 2020 class. Jalen Green, Evan Mobley. That was the last 2020 class. Jalen Suggs, and then the 2021, your boy Panchero. I mean, still new, so Jabari Smith. Let's see, Chet Holmgren. Yeah, those guys really haven't made an impact yet, so we'll see. We'll see if they can uh, keep the tradition going. Mm-hmm. 
Then uh, we had your Celtics. They blew out the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Great one-two punch with your boy uh, Brown and uh, Tatum. Uh, even though there wasn't any uh, KD, uh, the fact that you guys still put up 139 points, I think that says a lot. Yeah, they uh, they got off to a hot start. They were hitting everything. And, uh, you know, being up 30 in the first quarter sure makes it a, a lot easier to play the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, – I'm looking forward to that playoff basketball, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I know. You know, it's almost like you 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 want to you want to throw a fast forward on these next two months and just get to the playoffs. Yeah, pretty much, man. Because uh, it just seems like it just seems like uh, who we need to be watching, um, and especially uh, out of these top teams, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot. It's gonna be a lot of good matchups because uh, a lot of these top teams uh, they came to play, and uh, it seems like it seems like some teams are like you guys, the Celtics in particular, are ready for the playoffs. So yeah. I feel I feel like um, that's what I said is everything is more amplified. You, you really get to see the breakdown of, uh, you know, who teams are in, in the playoffs, you know, as they impose their will on other teams. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Every, everything just feels better. It's uh, it's more intense. Like, the you, you know, you're living and dying with every shot. Uh, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's like any playoffs. It's just, it's just more. There's some some to it when when you can get when you can get eliminated. Right. Just, just like Mark, March Madness, man. Yep, exactly. Then uh, not much else for uh, any other sport, MLB, uh, PGA. Uh, in the PGA this week, they're down at, at uh, down in Pebble Beach, which is one of the uh, you know one of those historic courses. Uh, one of the, you know one of the public courses that you can play. That's beautiful. Sits right on the coast there, Carmel, uh, California. And uh, it's just always, a, I don't know, it's one of those fun, fun courses for me because I used to play it on the video game all the time. And now it's like when you actually see it, it's, it's pretty neat. But, yeah, they're, they're playing out there this week. A little bit of a lesser field than, than you know, last week. I think last week you had a, a big uh, win from Max Homa down at Torrey Pines. And, and now uh, I think people are getting amped up for the, uh, the waste management next week. It's the first of the elevated uh, tournaments where there's, you know, less players and more money. Uh, flying around, you know, uh, stemming from a lot of that live golf stuff. So there was, a, you know, interesting press conference today with Jordan Spieth, uh, basically just saying that, you know, they they asked him about uh, the pro am because this, this week, you know, they play with the the celebrities, and he said uh, he's really missing. Uh, he's played, I think, the last eight or nine years. He's played with Dustin Johnson mm-hmm. and uh, and Wayne Gretzky, obviously his father-in-law, and. Um, He's like, ah, I just miss playing with those guys. It was just fun, you know. DJ was always a good guy to play with, and you know, they're still friends. But he's like, I just haven't like haven't seen him obviously with all the live stuff. Um, but he's like one of the, he's like out of all the guys that went, like he was just the guy that never had any like controversy with anyone else. Always got along, worked hard, uh, and was fun to play with. So uh, this was really kind of like the first, you know. I think some of the other guys have mentioned like missing DJ a little bit because you know he's just like it seems like a cool guy to hang out with and play golf with. But this was the first time that they, uh, you know, got into some some more detail around it. As far as your uh, potential uh, winner is a uh, speech speech the person you be rolling with? No, no. He he. Although I, I like speech, he got off to a, a little bit of a rough start today. I honestly, you know, I, I it's kind of weird. I just I, I more or less, you know, like watching the course. So I'm, I wasn't really looking at the scores. I didn't I didn't look at the field too much because it was like I said, it was kind of a I would say a little bit of a weaker field. Mm-hmm. So uh, Keith Mitchell is probably one of the favorites to uh, to win it. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you kind of got to be honest, like a, a little bit of a no-name leaderboard, some older players. Uh, Justin Rose, he's probably a name to watch out for. He plays well there. Uh, and then you had uh, – um, I did watch the, the guy who's in second right now, Chad Ramey. I watched him a little bit. He was on fire early. Um, yeah, Mitchell, Harry Higgs is there. He's a, he's a popular guy uh, out of Dallas. But, yeah, this is one of those tournaments that, you know, anyone can win, especially when the, the wind and weather is supposed to pick up this weekend. So, uh, you know, at least on Pebble and, and to they do they play multiple courses and a, a lesser extent Cypress uh, point that it, it does get a little windy and gets a little nasty there. So this is a, an open field, Rich. If I was betting, I would uh, I would stay away. Oh, man, too late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Another good, another couple good names here. Victor Hovland, he's he's sitting at two under. Um, and Maverick McNeely, he was kind of the popular pick beforehand. Uh, he shot seventy one today. So I'll definitely uh, check those guys out, see if they're worth uh, put, putting that dollar bet on. So yeah, probably. Time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So for tonight, uh, for uh, yeah, for, for tonight, I had a uh, chicken tortilla soup in the slow cooker. Okay. So so typically, you know, I like to do these with um, like a kind of more of like a white bean uh, base. Uh, this one was on the again on the kind of the healthier, uh, low carb ish diet. So. Really, it was it was crock pot, so it was really straightforward. I just did some some chicken, put that in there with uh, some chicken stock, four cups of chicken stock, a can of crushed uh, crushed tomatoes, some oregano, some chili powder, quite a bit of chili powder, and uh, oh, we got a fight. Yeah, I was about to tell you. <laughs> Classic basketball fight. Um, okay, looks like somebody got clogged down. He threw the ball at him. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So then uh, some some salt, pepper. Uh, garlic and uh, and an onion uh, sliced sliced thinly. So put all that in, mixed it together, let it cook for eight hours, and then after the eight hours, I, I uh, pull up the chick- chicken. <laughs> just part of a mission, just stew him down, and then and then he ended up tackling his own coach. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he he just got got back up and shoved him. Oh yeah, his coach tackled him. Yeah, like, like hit him like, like bleeding, hit him in the groin. Yeah, he threw the ball at him. <laughs> then the coach tackles him to the ground. Was it Desmond Bain? No, Bain's right there. Who was that? Oh, that's uh Brooks. Yeah, see, he, like hit him in the groin, throws the ball oh, at yeah, him. Yeah, that's oh, that's yeah. I'm pissed if I was Mitchell too. Yeah, yeah, the coach <laughs> tackled him. Don't throw a punch. <laughs> we need you, man. Don't <laughs> get don't get fined. Oh, he's. He's definitely getting fined for the nut shot. Yeah. I wonder if they'll get ejected. If they are, they'll kill the parlay. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Donovan Mitchell's not having a great day anyway. He only has six points. Yeah. And halfway through the third. So, just put, just put me out of my misery now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, back to James. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so uh, in in the slow cooker for like seven hours, and I pulled out the chicken, uh, shredded it. I added a little bit more salt and pepper in there, uh, put it back in, and uh, soup's done. And then I made some homemade tortilla chips. So I just took some corn tortillas, 
cut them into little little strips, a little bit of vegetable oil and salt, and uh, on a pan and roasted it at like uh, 400 degrees for a few minutes. And then yeah, just threw that in there with some some cheese, uh, some avocado, some cilantro, and a little bit of sour cream. And uh, yeah, had a nice uh, hearty soup. Well, that sounds great, man. Um, I feel like you can't go wrong with like those uh, like I don't say. Uh, like nacho soups or uh, yeah yeah I know what you mean like those are always uh those always come out good and then so yeah. much you could you could do with them you could put them over rice just or you could just uh just eat them as as is and with like you know dip some uh, chips in there or you know bread or yeah yeah you can you can do a lot I, I like those taco soups enchilada soups all that and then uh what would you guys drink that down with all right so with that I had a so from from Noda Brewing Company, so Noda's up in the one of the neighborhoods in Charlotte, pretty decent brewery. I uh, had one of their Brizo Spike Seltzers. Uh, so this is just their kind of their take on on the uh, the craft Spike Seltzer movement. It was a raspberry lemonade. Actually had it on tap, which was which was uh, nice, interesting. You don't see many seltzers on tap. Yeah, this one was pretty good. I would say it was missing a little bit of the back end flavor. Uh, you know, I like some of those seltzers are really kind of fruity on, on the back end. This one was, a, I think just, it just missed a little punch on the back end. I think, you know, it tasted good. The front end was good. It was just, uh, I think just missing a little bit of that flavor. Um, still really enjoyed it. Uh, it was at just under 5% uh, ABV. So a definitely good, uh, you know, summer drinking beer sitting outside, nice and light. Um, Again, flavorful, but but maybe just a, a little a little bit lacking at the at the end there. But I'd probably give it a I give it a seven point two. Oh, that's still good, man. Yeah, I'd get it again. Yeah, I was. Uh, you had me at the uh, what you said raspberry lemonade. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with uh, lemonade flavors, man. No, no, the lemonade ones I've lemonade seltzers that I've had have all been fairly good. They, uh, White Claw has the, the lemonade version now. That, that those were all pretty good. Uh, just something about it, right? It gives it a little bit of extra flavor there. Oh yeah, especially on a hot day. So yeah, yeah. Then uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. Bill Simmons just tweeted: Reggie Miller somehow watches seven different replay angles and doesn't realize Brooks went out of his way to nail Mitchell in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I used to like Reggie Miller. I thought he did an okay job. Lately, I feel like he's been horrible. I don't know why. Uh, he's just like some of the things he said. I'm like, what is he talking about? Uh, and this is one of them where he's just like, I don't, I don't get why Mitchell got so mad so quickly. Like, dude, you've been hitting the balls. You know what it feels like, especially when someone does it on purpose. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's not uh, seeing the same thing that uh, we're seeing. Like, maybe they're getting it late, but. I mean, that look, it was blatant from the beginning, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, Mitchell got ejected too, right? Looks like it. He's walking off. Brooks ejected. Yeah, he's hugged his mom. I'm out. Yeah. RIP to my parlay, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to TV shows. Yeah, for this week, for the BRRs, you know, we had our standard uh, weekly shows we're watching. There was The Last of Us. Did you uh, catch the third episode? I did. Yeah. I, uh, what's your take on it? Yeah, it just seems like a setup as far as like, you know, how they you know got their equipment as they get ready to hit the road, you know, and embark on their journey. But I'm sure I'm sure they're giving us different um, parts of the story, even though like, like I'm sure as like if you played the game, you would have seen the characters way earlier. 
but you know the way the the show the way they you know formulated the show they kind of introduce them like kind of like this you know backstory so you can get kind of uh like uh history lessons when certain things happen when they do other flashbacks and um i'm not sure if that guy's dead or not because uh they never really showed his like dead body in the room they just showed the window open yeah i i, I think he's dead i you know maybe there's a one percent chance he's not but i'm guessing that that he is i thought it was overall you know i don't think it, it it's gonna play big into this the actual story itself i think it was like a little bit of an offshoot it was a you know it was a kind of a heart gut-wrenching story mm-hmm. um but you know I, I think that in the overall scheme of things other, unless they come back there at some point right to, to lo- yeah. load up on more ammo and no. yeah. and, and stuff like that I, I just don't see it was a good episode i just you know I, it just it was a little bit off track for me yeah it's it it kind of more like one of those filler episodes um, yeah yeah which is which is weird for like a third episode if this was like like a seventh episode i would you know i, I think i would have been like okay it makes sense they were just filling filling some time here and and uh you know trying to get a little a different perspective but i feel like we're so early in the story that it was just a little early for me on that yeah but i think i don't think they're um like i don't think they're slated to do that many episodes this season okay i think i think the, i think they're only scheduled to do what like six um oh is that it it might be i'm trying to see uh oh no they're doing nine so so pretty much the third wait the third of the season that's the that's why i said that for them to do it that early i feel like he either has to be alive or something else we missed that's in the episode is going to be uh it's going to come back so because yeah, we'll uh have to wait and see but i mean we did we did see, see your homegirl you know grab a little gun on hello oh yeah oh yeah so i mean that was a that was a big thing, but other than that, it wasn't really much else in this episode. But still, was a good episode though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was, it was like if we're looking at it in a vacuum, I think the episode was fine. Like it was, mm-hmm. like I said, it was a good story. It was just that the timing of it I thought was a little weird. Yeah, but we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to wait and see how much how uh, much of a how important that episode was compared to yeah um, what goes on in the season. So right. Right. And then we had a uh, mayor of Kingstown. Did you get a chance to get get on that or not yet? No, not caught up on that yet. Oh, I'm gonna keep quiet then, because uh, <laughs> uh, shit is getting real out here in the uh, in Kingstown. Because uh, I don't want to tell you what happens, but man, it's, it's about to get real, man. It's, <laughs> it's like getting it. it's getting real, man. With your boy, uh, uh, what's his name? Mike. Uh, well, no, yeah, not oh, well, not Mike. Well, it's getting real for Mike, but uh, Mike's in the jam now. He's about to lose his uh his friend, man. Which one? Uh, the black dude. Uh, oh, oh, the big black, the guy in the uh the Crips. Yeah, I forget his name. Well, I can't remember his name. Uh, I never remember his name. Bunny, that's what it was. Oh, Bunny, that's right. Yeah. So, I just can't. I can't tell you, man. But yeah, it's, it's, it's about it's, get, it's about to get real, man. I'll, I mean, I'll get, I, no, I'll get on it this weekend. Yeah, I mean, Bunny's not gonna die or anything, but just they're bringing out the bad side of Bunny, man. So good. Uh, we're like about Bunny. to. Yeah, we're about to see what why why he uh why he's the leader of the Crips. So I I like his uh his like backhanded like comments to Mike. Yeah. Like when he calls him uh the, like in the first episode he calls him the Mormon looking dude. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like that that kind of stuff cracks me up. Yeah, he he gives like some comic relief, but yeah. Um, but now now we're getting to see the the animal animalistic side of him. Yeah, um well, this season. So can't shut down his uh his uh. His little crack house is there. No, they're doing a lot more than that, man. But yeah. you're gonna wait and see. 
I'll see. I'll 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 watch this weekend. And then uh, we had uh, Your Honor. He finally gets to realize, you know, he got he's a grand he's a a grandpa now. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's going to lend into you know what how he's going to maneuver, whether or not he's going to help the Baxters or not, and to what extent. Yeah, uh, I mean, so 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 if you're if you're if you're the judge, right, and Baxter tells you that all you needed to do was come tell me, and I would have, you know, it was an accident. He was a kid. Like even when he was saying that, I'm like. Like, it's just, like, so ridiculous for this guy to say that and for Desiato to believe him. And obviously, he walks away. He's like, oh, no, I would have killed him with my own two hands. Like, no crap, dude. That's why he didn't say anything. Like, Yeah, man. Just, I just, the fact that he, like, asked him that question, I was like, I know they're trying to, like, maybe put some, put some, uh, make him, make him feel bad or whatever. But, like, if he actually believes Baxter, then he's a moron. No, I, I think he doesn't. But I also think he's just, like, over life right now. Yeah. Uh, well, well, prior to that, prior to me and his grandson, he's pretty much just, like, over life and mm-hmm. was uh, ready to die. I think that's what he was hoping for what was going to happen uh, yeah. while him coming to the bar. But, you know, he ended up meeting his uh, grandson. Now it's going to spring new life into him. Uh, it's going to change how he's moving now. And then uh, your boy, man, ran away, <laughs> got us some stuff. Then now he's a, uh, uh, he's got the big ass bag of money. Will he? Will he return to the to to uh, New Orleans, or will he run off with the money? I think he's bringing the money back to Mo. Peace yeah. offering. Yeah, but I think that when he does that, he's going to get caught, and then uh, some stuff is going to happen. Yeah, it, it's 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 definitely uh, a possibility, but I do think that he's going to uh, he's going to try to get back and and he wants to get back home. Yeah, but the the question is 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 he if he gets caught by the uh, the Baxters with the money or without it? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. But either way, it's setting up for some nice drama. So I'm definitely looking forward forward to mm-hmm. it. Forward to it. And then outside of that. Um, there's a Tulsa King still going through that. It's a decent show. Then I watched uh, that movie You People on Netflix. How was with, it? Uh, with Jonah Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy. It's okay, man. It's not. It's, it's very cringy um, in the beginning. Like it's a lot of Drake jokes, a lot of uh, cringe like what white people do to black people and what black yeah. people do to white people. <laughs> as far as like you know friendships or trying to understand each other yeah um, i mean it does have some good uh morals like you know hidden messages behind it you know between black people and jewish people i mean you just have to watch it it's very like it's, it's a lot of cringe moments in the movie but mm-hmm. i mean um i thought it would be a lot funnier with uh because eddie murphy's in it but he's like pretty much serious throughout the whole movie so I mean, ultimately, it was all right. It was all right. They got a lot of people in the movie, so I know. Um, I know. It's a big budget movie, um, if you ask me. But um, that's what I thought it would be a lot better. But ultimately, it was all right. It was all right. One of those movies you could watch, you know, date night or you know, with your spouse or um, yeah. But it's very cringe, you know, cringeworthy <laughs> or cringy, or so to say. Yeah, I could see. I could see that just in the preview. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I mean. You you might catch yourself or catch things you said before um, with like your black friends or any or stuff like that, but let's say it was all right. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't something like um, I wish I didn't watch this, but it, it was it was okay. All right, but I wouldn't watch it again though. I wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> no rewatchable factor. No, not at all. And then outside of that, I checked out that uh, the new Sarah Michelle Gellar show. It's on um, Paramount with the werewolves. Uh, 
it's basically kind of like um do you remember that teen wolf show on mtv i forget teen wolf oh the teen wolf show yeah it was called teen wolf on it was on mtv it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it has similar takings like this show uh like that show uh, but it, it's called the show is called wolf pack uh pretty much okay. about a, a group of kids that get bit by a, a werewolf i only watched the first episode i think they have three episodes out but ultimately it's like M- mtv pretty much you know repackaged a show into their um te- like the teen wolf into this show so so far what it seems like um, but they got a little bit more star power as far as uh the main characters so I'll definitely check it out just because I like supernatural shows, mm-hmm. just to just to give it a run through to the first season. But definitely uh, on my you know C D list um, as far as shows I'm going to be watching. And then uh, somehow I stumbled upon this uh, reality TV show called Milf Manor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty much about they, so what they do is they put moms on this like uh, retreat to uh you know they tell them they're going to date younger men because you know they're most they like to date younger men and come to find out all the younger men there are their their sons so their sons are going to be dating other milfs oh, and geez. they ask, and they have to like sit there and watch it as they try to find you know their match so some of these but these some of these kids are like awkward like they, they don't have any game i'm not sure how the hell they get a milf but it's, and then one of the, some one of the milfs she's like very uh you know open and you know flirty and all the other most haters, so um, it's kind of funny. <laughs> that that actually sounds. Uh, speaking of cringe, that sounds pretty cringy. Yeah, it, it is. I, I mean, it's not really that cringy, but it's just like, <laughs> um, it's just kind of funny though when you're watching it. Like, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, "What am I watching? Like, I can't believe I'm watching this," but you're still watching it anyway. Right, uh, right, right. But it's kind of funny, man. Uh, one one of those uh reality tv shows you might want to check out if you get a chance so and then uh outside of that i think that's it man i don't think there's anything else anything else i was checking out i know i know netflix shut people down with the passwords and stuff so so i know i haven't gotten shut down yet i'm waiting oh man I'm waiting it's gonna be hell hell's gonna run run wild in, the, in my house <laughs> i can't log in the netflix <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think that's really it, man. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out, being on the Sports Sidebar podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>